0: Welcome to another episode of float, float Your boat. boat. I'm George Sabados. Oh, no, I? I'm not. I'm Brett Pattinson. You're definitely not George Sabados. I know. I, I have to run around in the shower to get wet I'm so skinny now. Oh, and I'm not. Not really. I'm a bowling ball stuck in a stocking, aren't I? Yeah, bag
1: full of walnuts. No, I'm not a bag full of walnuts. No. Although parts You'd of like me to be. feel like... Yeah, anyway... <laughs>
0: So today we've got... Um, Who do we have on today? Today we've got two ladies from a company called Bondi Bandits, George. <laughs> the, Not Bondi Bandits, George, just Bondi Bandits. The Bondi Bandits. Yes, okay, the BBs. The BBs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, it's a bra size. Two lovely ladies, Amy and Annie. Yes. And recently one of them, Amy, became humanitarian... ...of the year for the Eastern Suburbs area. For the whole area, not just the street? No, I think the whole area. I think it was a big award. That's amazing. Yeah, and she's got the best laugh I've ever heard in my life. Hmm.
2: It's just my funny way of laughing. Yes, my funny way of laughing.
0: To the point where I think she should be the laughter manager... At, um, at the, the laughing, at the, at the a laughing club, club just in the room, st- in
1: the, in the room next door. It, exactly. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think that's, that's a great idea. We should put it to her.
0: Or she could do the laugh for the Lunar Park thing. You know how when you walk in the, through the big Lunar Park thing it laughs at you? Yeah. It should right. be her laugh. Oh, she yes. Could do, she could do voiceovers, laughter voiceovers. right. For TV shows and stuff. Well, why don't you... I'm going to suggest that to her. Why don't you suggest that to her? Let's get them in the studio. I think so. Welcome to the Float Your Boat podcast, about how everyday people created their road to success. The highs, the lows, pitfalls and potholes, and how they overcame it all. And now, here are your hosts. We're going to talk about Bondo Bandits and what you do, and why you do what you do. So so tell us, when did you start? When did this all... I mean, how did it start, or, you know, how did you... <laughs> oh, how did you two meet? <laughs>
1: Oh <laughs> No, she heard you. it's <laughs> go so on, Ellie. You can tell the story.
3: Um, how did we meet? We met through a mutual friend and just hit it off. And we both started, um, well, Amy was already volunteering for a charity called Free to Shine. Um, which is? Which helps um, put kids into Cambodia, into uh, edu- gives them an education and stops them from hopefully being put into the sex trafficking
1: oh, trade. In Cambodia. In
4: Cambodia, yeah.
1: And that's yeah. that's a big problem?
4: It's huge. Yeah. So a friend of ours um called Nikki set it up and she set it up in two thousand and nine. And then I started so sex trafficking it's it generates uh thirty-two billion dollars a year. <laughs> Just massive. Wow. It's mm. it, it's awful. Um And Annie and I got involved in it because we wanted to help women, so 98% of people who are sex trafficked are women. So a friend of ours set it up, um, called Nikki, who's from Melbourne. And then Annie and I started volunteering in Sydney and putting on events, and um, we went out to Cambodia and helped out, and yeah, it's huge.
0: So that's how you met?
4: We met, we met through a mutual
3: friend. and Yeah, we started and then
0: that the sort of together. brought us more clo- yeah, close together once we started and then, brainstorming uh, ideas what we could and do. And so how did Bondi Bandits come about?
3: Well, <laughs> 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 we uh, Ames and I decided that we should attempt to learn to surf. So uh, we used to go away for weekends with my kids and Ames and we were out there one day um, surfing away down near Jaroa. It was gorgeous. And uh, one of my daughters had forgotten her Mm rashy. That's what you do. So we went into the local shop and she was having a look and she was was the one that she said, everything's so pink, I don't want to wear pink and I don't want, you know, and and I said, well look at the boys stuff. And she said, yeah, but you know. So um, then I think the next morning we were out there on our surfboards, (laughs) hanging out in the ocean, having a chat and we just sort of went, why don't we try and solve this problem? How can we do it and make a difference? By also doing it so we did a lot of research over the next six months and found this amazing fabric that's made from recycled plastic so the discarded fishing nets from the ocean are collected by um, various charities as well so that's initiatives that are going on around the world for people to to collect the uh, unwanted fishing nets and then that's taken they're taken to a factory in Slovenia where they're treated and then the, the fabric's regenerated and respun. So it's other unwanted nylons as well, so it's sort of the top of carpet fluff and other things like that and they just create the pellets, restring the fabric and that's how we came up with that sort of idea. We realised that we could actually make a difference through that as well as giving back to Cambodia and just generally trying to do some good.
1: That's really eclectic if you don't mind me saying that. Yeah. How did you come up with that idea? That (laughs) was strange. (laughs) That was,
3: do you know, I think we came up with the idea of wanting to to make unisex rashies firstly as well because Emma had been in there and she'd gone, they're all so girly, they're all so, you know, so we've gone, right, okay, let's make unisex rashies and then from that we started to research and we found this amazing fabric and we were like, brilliant, that's, you know, makes makes a huge difference because, again, you, you know, you're getting to the root of the problem and with the children, you can educate, like, the future generations and I think you've got to get to the source of the problem of all the plastic pollution anyway, so it just made sense and then, sort of, from that, we just got samples and made. Think, and yeah, and I think
4: Annie and I knew whatever we were going to do, we wanted to do good and I think that's mm. where our friendship, volunteering for Free to Shine, that's where it all started off mm. and we knew that if we were going to uh, do a business together... There's no point unless it does... Give back. Unless it gets, What's the point in it? We're not, we're not here for very no, no, long. No, no, no. Do There's something <coughs> that does, does good. Oh, no, it's, uh, so, absolutely agree. So for us, we knew we wanted to make swim... Then we knew we to make unisex swimwear, so then we're like, well, I'm not going to make it out of material that's hmm. then going to pollute the ocean. So,
0: and so how did you find the material? A lot, A
4: lot of research. research. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's
0: what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Hours, specific. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah you, you specifically yeah. went for
1: fishing nets yeah. and carpet fluff. I mean of all the plastics in the ocean, this company just specifically pulls together those materials and you yeah. you happen to f- come across them by accident just doing your research, right? Yeah. Just
3: yeah. by
4: mass researching Looking. and the material as well is so strong so it lasts twice as long as as other swim than other swimwear.
3: Yeah.
0: But more than did you go out with a specific idea to find a fabric that was?
3: We, <coughs> we, yeah, I mean, initially we were like, right, let's do a unisex range, mm. and then from that we then went, but how can we make that different? Is there any? Is there anything out there that we can use or make or mm. make it to make it more environmentally friendly? Or you know, what's the real difference going to be? And luckily enough, yeah, we've found That's this. It. Yeah, and
1: you're trying to shun the modern trend of um, building obsolescence into products that. that Companies do now, right? But you're shunning that. You you want long-lasting.
3: Yeah, massively, because the whole fashion industry is just such high turnover, and it's 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 the second largest sort of polluter of polluter of yeah the world.
0: your background was fashion, was it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I've worked in fashion.
1: Well, tell us a bit time. about how polluting the fashion world really is. I,
3: mean, I think you've got sort of, you know, sort of now you've got Zara, H&M, you've got such fast fashion, whereas, you know, it used to be sort of seasonal or, or you know, quarterly, sort of you've got autumn, winter, spring, mm. summer. Now, literally, you've got week turnaround. You can go into H&M every day even, like every other day, there'll be something new on the floor. That's how quickly they're turning it over, Zara, everybody like that.
1: How, how think- can an industry function that way? It seems insane,
3: it is, and I think there's more pressure from the bigger companies to drive the prices down. And again, it's quantity, so the higher your quantity, the cheaper your pricing is. So they're just trying to flood the market at the minute. And then but it's then from that the, the manufacturers get pushed down by having to push their prices down, which you know, inevitably impacts the makers and the you know, the, the
0: And I guess the, the cheaper workers. the price the, of the product, the less, the less value people have on it, so yep. they're more willing to throw it and away. And so there's
3: so much waste, yeah. <laughs> so it's the waste, it's the workers, it's, yeah.
1: I mean, there once was a time when you had one jacket and you valued it like your life, yeah. right? And, yeah. And now we have 50 jackets uh, yeah. and throw them you can out just
4: go, yeah. every other day. Um, my background is teaching, so I'm a teacher um, in business at UTS. So I suppose... Um, so I suppose mine... Is more of a business background, but then also um, I've worked a lot with kids, and so it's also that education background as well, so a little bit of So
0: what's the aim of Bondi Bandits?
3: To take over the world.
4: Dun, dun.
0: <laughs> to take over the wrathy world. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Change the way... Come
0: forth. We think.
3: And yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot. There's so much. There's so much
4: that
1: we want to do. Right, right. Well, let, well explain. some live exam.
4: Skimming. That's like a
1: student of yours trying to answer questions in their exam. Yeah. A lot. What would you like to do with yourself? A lot. A lot. End
4: of
0: story.
4: <laughs> wow. Um, so, uh, we've got a big goal of um, we'd love to get a factory in Cambodia, Cambodia. and we'd love to, so at the moment, Free to Shine, they put um, kids into school who are at risk from the sex trafficking industry, and they take them up to university, and then there's nothing after that. So they train them up um, to become teachers, or nurses, or social workers, and all these different amazing jobs, but then there's nowhere after that. So Annie and I would love to set up a eco-friendly factory in Cambodia, and then employ some of the women who have gone through the scholarship program to then maybe make our swimwear. So.
1: When, when you say there's nothing <laughs> after that, like they go to university and they get qualified, do you mean that some of them, you know, dare I say it, drift back into that industry that you save them from?
4: So, some, but also, I mean, there's no, in terms of free to shine, their support is educate through it, so they, they're through prevention to prevent sex trafficking happening. And the support is through giving them an education. So it's not that there's nothing, there's no future right. of that. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, so we'd like, we'd love to be able to have a factory in One Cambodia. day.
1: So the material would come from Eastern Europe? Go to Cambodia and be repurposed there. you yeah, create
3: and, your yeah, garments, yep.
0: whatever. So currently, oh where are, are they made in Cambodia now?
3: They're made here. No, they're, made they're made here Australia.
0: by a by local, by
3: yeah. local sewer. Yes. Yeah. I was there this morning. Yeah. Seamstress,
0: I should say. Sewer. <laughs> yes. God, that's, that's good English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire. A seamstress maker.
3: Yes. maker, a maker. Yes, I was there this morning, well, well surrounded that's... by like ten Asian women <laughs> chopping up bits.
0: Well, that's fantastic. So, yeah, so well, it's good, good that it's made locally.
3: Yeah, it's great, so you, and that's so. You thing.
0: just buy sheets of fabric, or is it yeah. already pre-printed with the?
3: No, because we're just solid colors. So we've right. we've last season we've only done black and white so far, mm-hmm. and sort of our you know everything's sort of been black and white is our theme. But mm. we had a lot of feedback saying that um, the, people wanted colors, so we're gonna we've got a lovely really bright blue coming out and a green, and, fluoro green. So and, you, coming. And,
0: and you sell predominantly online or yes. just online?
3: only online for the rashies. Um, we also have some... Uh, awesome bags that you can put. They're splash proof beach bags, mm-hmm. so they're to put your wet rashies in and stuff, or even your gym gear after you've been to the gym and just the zip it up. Sun cream. Sun cream, you can use it, yeah. They're just splash proof beach bags as well, so that's sort and of. And caps, right? And the caps too, yeah, yeah.
0: So Which you gave me one, <laughs> and my daughter <laughs> stole it, and she hasn't had it off her head. Oh, oh
3: I look great. Right. That's yeah. so I cool. Really, really it's good. volunteer divers, so there's an initiative. this Company they go around diving all around Europe. Do collecting, they? Yeah. So collecting. imagine all
1: the ports around Europe must be just just loaded with.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I guess and the good. I there. guess the good thing is that this sort of thing's starting to happen on a global scale.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, we just spoke to Tim Silverwood this morning oh, and. Yeah. He was talking about that very thing about it's now the movement is getting stronger and bigger. So
3: Yeah, and I think that's what we've seen in the last year and a half, haven't we? Like, you know, people, we sort of started off going, oh, Mm. you know, and I think there is a big movement at the minute. I think Mm. it's being really pushed, which is great, especially to the kids. I think it's just, you know, you've just got to get it home to the kids. We had a Mm -hmm. stall, didn't we? And the kids just loved, they just kept running up. It was at the um, somersault down here at Bondi at the concert and they just wouldn't leave us alone, would they? Like all the parents were down the front at the stage and the kids were up at the back going, so, so how is that, mate? What, you know, they're, they're just fascinated by it and it was so good engaging with yeah, them and actually cool. teaching them about it because they were just like, wow, that's really cool. And So yeah, it's about...
0: Kids are always more, you know, they, they want to learn whereas as as people get older they get apathetic and they yeah. become lazy. And I think and... it's also
3: habit though, that's mm. the thing, as you grow up, you know, you sort of, mm. if you can change the way... Kids are growing up and perceiving things as you grow up. It will carry through to adulthood. Whereas, I think you know we're used to.
0: Well, I think grab apathy, a coffee on the apathy and convenience is what yeah. caused this mess in the first place. Yeah. So, you know. definitely.
1: Well, let me ask you: um, who, who is the uh, business head here? And, uh, do you I have think a, are. a? Both are really. I mean, your you're, you're, you're oh, your heart's set on global domination, but um, <laughs> what do you have a? strategic plan in place, because we've had this discussion in the last couple of days.
3: Strategic plan?
4: Um, we've got a little plan in place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. we do. We've got... We've got...
3: We, yeah, we do. I think it's just, it's hard as well, sort of starting off, you know, you don't just, have us, just us, trying to because grow. Because we've been
2: going
4: for a year, Yeah. ours is to keep trying stuff, getting feedback. We're still in that stage, so we're still in complete start-up phase. So we're trying things, getting feedback trying it again until we feel that we've perfected it. There you
0: go, George.
4: It's getting what feedback. And it's talking to a lot of people. Like, we're going up to Noosa two weeks?
3: Yeah. (laughs)
4: We're sponsoring um, the under-15 girls surf competition in Noosa.
3: Uh, Noosa Surf Festival, yeah.
4: Uh, Yeah, and for us being in that environment and talking to the kids and getting feedback and then we know
0: where we're going to go from there <laughs> so. oh, that's, but that's great because you'll yep. be there you're at, at right on the coal face with the kids
4: yeah what's and what, the what more f-
0: do you need to get you'll get feedback you'll get what they like and what they don't like and that's who yeah. you're trying to sell to right and
3: that's it's, per, so. it's perfect target market sort of thing you know you, it's it's and it goes it's, it's over a week you've got all ages you've got the old sea dogs and you've got you know every different sort of age category and and then there's they're also having on the friday there's an they're having a sustainable market as well because um yeah nev house is up there doing a thing so it's it, you know it's it's perfect it's, it's Costing us a fortune, but it's going to pay off. Yeah. So, uh, no more, I mean, no, more no more holidays for two years, but it will pay off.
4: Camping,
1: uh, you camping might,
4: and y- yes, you might, <laughs> that's okay. You might
1: want to double that from experience.
4: <laughs> worst case
1: scenario, and double it. <laughs> two years, four years. <laughs> but but uh, on that note, like yeah. uh, it, it does suck up a lot of your money as well. Um, yeah. And and how how are you funding your extravagant lifestyles and, uh, you, know, you know, rumba. Bar, bar rumbas Bar-rumbas, you know, partying every night. Yeah. How do you manage to do that and kick off, you know, do this little venture of yours?
3: Um, I think just very slowly, slowly, because literally it's just the two of us that sort of putting the money in at the minute and just trying to pick w- what we think is most important at the moment. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to obviously... Go into big or anything, and it, and it is. It's about finding that real niche of. I think it, it helps in a way, actually. I think because you're not just, you know, throwing money let's try this, stuff that. You go right, really seriously. What do you think that is going to work, and what is worth spending our money on? To
4: and I think because we both kind of we work three days a week, and then we bondi bandit the other days. So I think we've always got that safety net that we know. Okay, would you have we haven't yeah. just given up our jobs and then said yeah, we start up a business? Back. Yeah, we're going to invest all this money and start up a business. It wouldn't. Work for
0: either of us. No, it wouldn't mm. at all. So we've got that as our safety net, and then we do well, on my bandits for the other time. You know you know what what the worst part about this interview is? It's going to take me like 20 hours to edit it. Because <laughs> 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 he doesn't do the editing, right? So he's okay. That's okay. I'm patting like, it out, girls. I'm patting it
1: out. Right.
2: <laughs> he's <laughs> going to no, so, be.
0: Is we swearing under his breath when he's editing? <laughs> so. No, but but like the fact is, you haven't got any backing. You haven't got a, a, an angel investor. You haven't no. got husbands that are out working, no. etc. So it must be tough. Like yeah, how it do is. you how do you survive? And uh <laughs> how, are you, how are you surviving? You've got how many kids? I've got three. Three kids. Three kids. Must so. be cheese and crackers. Oh, yes.
3: yeah. it's a lot of pasta.
0: <laughs> do you know do you, do you think that when the kids get older and they're doing an interview like this, they're gonna say, you know, it was really tough when we were young. <laughs> yeah. And but I think it's built my character and I've been to a uh, uh, you know to a psychiatrist for ten <laughs> years now and I really think that and I love my mother. I'm, I'm through uh, it now, I'm okay. Like, and I love my mother. She's such a wonderful woman and, and she instilled in us hard work. The, yeah. I can hear the
3: interview now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, do you know what? I, lo- I actually, I love it. Like, you know, they do say, oh, you know, you're going to be home tonight. And it's like, oh, no, we're, you know, going to transition Bondi to, you know, chat to people about us and, and network, yeah. network and things like that. But that said... They do love it. I mean, I got home the other day, I was gonna and or oh, Olivia, so a little Olivia, had just gone out and she'd got this A4 piece of paper and she came up to me and on it was sort of like a, a short rashi with long sleeves, some shorts, you know, and different costume. And she'd written on it and drawn on it. And she was like Bondi Bandits ideas. She's like Mum, <laughs> this is it. And I was <laughs> like, so sweet. It's lovely that they get involved and you know they're sort of like you know they went on school camp Monday, Tuesday, and like. Can I take my Bondo Bandit hat because everyone will see it? Mm. And you know it's lovely. Yeah, and they you little notes of like encouragement. Oh my god! Like, yeah, the other night Bondo Bandit
4: is amazing. Like I really believe. I went in, to bed and the other you night.
3: And Amy and yeah, it was so sweet. There's this little note on my bed last the other night well, when I went to bed, know. and it was. It's good yeah. to know your R and D so
1: department like, relies on child labour. <laughs> 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 so the third world things <laughs> happening in, and she's being uh, to Israel. Australia. Yeah. Right. Do your parents realise, do your parents realise, for both of you, that you're yeah. actually living a cliche? English girls at Bondi.
3: I know, it's a Surfers
1: bit... by yeah. the beach with the rashies. You're making yeah. rashies for the, for, the, for the swimmers.
2: Oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. I do like to be beside the sea.
0: But that's why I thought I'd try and bring it back to Bondi Bandits and your mission statement or or your vision for Bondi Bandits. Like, you know, what what's the next steps? What's the next year? Or, or are you still winging it?
3: I think it's just to keep going, like, do what we're doing. And we'd love to bring out, like, an education program for, for the kids as well. I think that's really important. I, we'd love to Around to, to, what? The education ju- just program? Just the whole... Or you know plastic ocean environment changing the way things are plastic bag use mm-hmm. um, as well as we'd love to grow the range and so you know hopefully there's a kickstarter probably coming out hopefully it in about six months the
0: month. if people want to buy if they want to get in touch how do they how do we find you
3: um, online yes au <laughs> <Bondi Bandits laughs> <laughs> Thanks for
0: coming in, ladies. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Ariel, listen to me. The human world, it's a mess. Life under the sea is better than anything they got up there. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. Up on the shore, they work all day Out in the sun, they slave away While the devotee full time Floating under the sea Now here all the fish is happy As after the waves they roll The fish on the land ain't happy It's hard cause they in the bowl. But fish in the bowl is lucky They in for a worse fate One day when the boss get hungry oh, hey, Yes, you gon' be on the But oh, no, under the sea. Under the sea. Nobody beat us, fryers us, and eat us in fricassee. We want the land folks' loves to cook. Under the sea, we have to hook up. We got no trouble Life is the bubbles under the sea. Under the sea. Life is video, We got the video, here naturally. Even the sturgeon and the ray, did the to start to play? We got to hear it. You got to hear it under the sea. The to play the flute, the cop play the harp. the place play the bass and the sound and sharp. the bass play the brass, the chop play the top. The flute is the duke of soul. Yeah. The ring he can play, the links on the string is the tongue. The block, the shizings, the smell and this spot, they know where it's at, they know that blow.